what's up, long players? Welcome back to the Long Play Listening Party, the show where we go deep on local music, writing, recording, inspiration, gear, and whatever else sounds good to us, including records made in barns. This week, Till Willis <laughs> and Erratic Cowboy. Grinding I can accommodate stars. that. Yeah, you're the perfect guest for this show. Um, uh, we're covering side two this week. If you haven't heard side one, go back a week and uh, check that out. But I'm joined as always. Yeah, yeah, well done on that. Thank you, (laughs) thank you. That's Nate Host. That's Nate Holt, my co-host. Oh, sure, sure. As always, and uh, of course, we've got Till right here, and we are going to jump right in with Restless. I was restless. What a great side opener. <laughs> yeah. You flip you flip that record over and bam. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel hear, like I, I always want to. I was going to say, like, how mentioned Motown uh, a little bit of oh. that earlier. And I, yeah, the, the backgrounds and stuff, those are really very cool. Well, uh, like we were talking about last time, the wanting to feature on this album as the trio the band was at the time I didn't want to do too many instrument overdubs so I was I did a lot more vocal things um, to kind of fill in on that uh, yeah I, I think of sequencing a record like kind of like setting up a, a live show and when you think about a different side it's like starting another set so you kind of need something that jumps out and, and grabs people this is my daughter's favorite song on the album. She's not wrong. <laughs> no. I think we were just talking about the other day. Uh, my friend Ben, we recorded uh, the whole song, and he's like, we have to record this song because, uh, you know, it's, like whatever we play is like my daughter's favorite song, it's their friend's favorite song, you know. And kids, yeah, they, they don't lie. I mean, they, they like it. Oh yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> a totally unadulterated opinion. <laughs> Very good. He has good taste. <laughs> Nice short one, too. Yeah. Do you think about song length when you write or arrange or record at all, or just it is what it is? No. I mean, every now and then there's like, um, if something is kind of more poppy sounding, like restless, it's it's definitely there that, oh, we're not going to extend this with any solos or anything or... Um, the only time I've ever thought about it is when I deliberately tried to not have songs be too long on records, mm-hmm. um, which I have done. Uh, this new project we're working on is one that I just kind of gave permission to myself to allow things to just be as long as they were. So we've got, you know, quite a few that are definitely longer on this new project we're recording at the moment. But yeah, this was just kind of more of a, you know, a lot of slash and burn. That's awesome. I 
so I struggle with length and uh, anytime I get anything under four minutes, I'm just ecstatic. <laughs> I, I think that's a huge victory because that's so hard for sure. me. I, I used to, to really have that problem too. And I, I feel like the longer I've gone at it, the more I've kind of gotten, uh, you know, get in and get out. Um, I used to write way more lyrics and now it's just not something. It's like I hit a point where I go, well, no, I think that's all that needs to be said. We can just stop yeah. there. And, um, well, you know, there, there's a formula for, for pop songs and it's not wrong. No, I, I mean, mean but, but, but that's why there's yeah, uh, uh, art and doing them well and, and being, you know, I, I don't think you have to be like unique and original all the time, but just having your own kind of, sure little take that you know a little different thing or you know whatever it might be but you know the 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 songs that fit in that two to three minute you know range and you know, i've never heard stuff a, on the radio and sure you know i've never heard a ramon song that i was like wow that's missing something right, <laughs> you know, right. by yeah. not being yeah. longer True. than two and a half minutes <laughs> That's absolutely right. So I don't know how long, longer than I've been a son is, but we're going to find out. I think it's about I mean, I mean, three and a half. You know, your thoughts have a lot of arranging it. You can have a lot of things happen in that short amount of time. Sure. I've been in love longer than I've been a son. I've been in love longer than I've been a son. This is Eric Binkley's favorite song on the uh, album, I think. Definitely what he loves to play. Great bass entrance. Oh, yeah. Eric has some great bass lines. Till, did you use the same rig, basically, same guitar, same amp throughout the recording of this, or were you switching it out? Um, before each album, I kind of try to just go ahead and make decisions about what guitars I'm going to use or that I think are have the right voice for the songs. Um, Amp-wise, I have pretty much only ever used my 75 twin which i bought when i was 16 it's <laughs> and it's served me well um this one i at the time the guitar i was keeping in this alternate tuning i'm using here was a uh epiphone dot studios just a cheap epiphone 335 that i've swapped pickups out in and stuff and so when this song was oh it's in that tuning well that's the guitar i'm using and uh, yeah, but I try to keep it limited to, you know, what I think will work best. Yeah, I like when stuff has a theme. I mean, it doesn't have to be all identical, but yeah, yeah. I like when when things repeat and, and you hear a guitar on at least a couple of songs, right? Versus just like the one. Sure. 
Yeah. We are on a new uh, technology platform. This is going to be the fourth show, but only the second recording session and the first recording session with a guest. So if you have feedback about how the show is looking or sounding, uh, please leave a comment on the YouTube video or email us at thelongplaylp at gmail.com. Hopefully you're noticing... um, greatly improved video quality and somewhat improved audio quality. Um, but there are some, um, trade-offs we've made along the line as well. So, uh, if, if you have thoughts, comments, or suggestions, I welcome those. So I, um, was recently reading, I don't know if it was tape op or, some recording thing and uh it was talking about um how when you're in the middle i know you guys will know exactly what i'm talking about when you're in the session doing the song and you can hear a mistake and then later you go back and think well that's the one with the mistake and you listen and you can't find the mistake to save your life that last song was a bit that way we had that particular session we did two takes of that song and um, everybody agreed that, you know, the, uh, the second take was the best. Earmarked that one is to be the one that I put finished vocals on and, and you know, the production. Did it, got it all together, and then realized I had uh, done all that on the first take that supposedly had a mistake in it. But nobody in the band could hear what we were bitching about. <laughs> we recorded it so awesome. i mean yeah, yeah i mean it must have uh taken care of itself with uh you know, yeah. whatever uh production you 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 did with it and, <laughs> yeah and, and you obviously didn't know it didn't point you know stick out uh enough for you to be like wait a minute something's going on here yeah. just like went through it and finished it and like oh shit yeah that's that's it i don't Hilarious. know <laughs> <laughs> you know there's no click track in the loft of the barn, I assume. No, no. I I, I, I don't know that we've ever used a, a click track. But how are you going to put your backing Scott. tracks in time? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we just hope Austin holds it steady. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all, that's on Austin. Don't, don't, yeah, don't talk to me about that. Yeah, that's, he's the drummer. <laughs> Ah, the song where I, the uh, the song where I cut the vocal and acoustic guitar and harmonica in the silo. Oh yes, thank oh, you, thank you for yeah. reminding us. Yep. 
So we cut a version in the loft of the barn. I was playing electric, laid down a scratch vocal, and then I was like, you know, this just sounds could be a cool one to do as an acoustic thing. And I'd always wanted to record in a silo. And Austin has two on the property. And so I moved my recording rig in there and set up a vocal mic, guitar mic, and then I ran another mic as high up as I could get it in the silo to capture the reverb. So all the reverb on the vocals. Uh, I think I got it up about 10, 15 feet. And um, so all the reverb you hear on my voice, the acoustic guitar, the harmonica, is all from that silo. And at the very, very end of the song, it's one of those old, like, cement silos. So, like, the cement has flaked mm-hmm. off on the inside. <clears throat> and it kind of sounds like you're walking on, um, you know, crackers or something in there. And at the very end of this song, because I it was just, I rocked on my foot just enough that it goes, but it was a good take, and so I kept it. So you can hear a little of that crunch there at the very end. I love it. And there's birds you can hear and hear if you're when you're listening close that just happen to fly over the open top of the silo. That's uh, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I love that. <laughs> It sounds like it'd be perfect to use as a reverb chamber uh, to run a speaker out there and mic the speaker and everything. There's a... uh, uh, Two things on that. So one of the new songs we're currently recording, I want Brad to do a kind of a feedback solo and I was like oh man we've we've got to run that through the the silo and just let it be <laughs> huge the other is that in my other project solo hawk that I uh-huh. folk duo I have with my buddy Steve we recorded in a, this last summer in a seven story tall steel water tank in Rangeley Colorado nice and uh, that was a trip. They keep microphones in there, like one at the apex, and then oh yeah, that was gonna say that. Can fly up and down. Yeah, I wonder if there's any way to get anything up at the top of the silos. Oh, they have in this water tank because it's a functioning recording studio um, called the tank. And when I got the tracks back to mix, we have like you know, like it's five, five tracks of just ambient mics that were in different places in this thing the delay was so trippy like i couldn't you couldn't tune an acoustic guitar by ear because the wrong note is still floating down on top of you while the guitar is sending the other one up and it would just totally fuck with your head and you have to take your shoes off to go in because it would just be too echoey the whole time it was it was like nothing else i've ever experienced the silo has nothing on the like seven-story tall water tank. Howie? What's up? Well, so... Simp loops, you know, sequencing right. on, you know, the, a Moog or something. So one thing they do at this place, the tank, is if, you know, obviously traveling to rural Rangeley, Colorado isn't always an option. Um, they often 
for the service where you can send them your tracks and they'll loop them through the the tank. So you've got all the natural reverb and stuff, which is pretty sweet. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, I and Nate, you I know you've been wanting to make <laughs> some more ambient music and uh, you haven't, to my knowledge, at least you haven't gone like full ambient yet. I'll link you to some stuff that I've got. Okay. Uh, hopefully, hopefully in the chamber. Uh, okay. At some point to to cool. put out. Um. But but that'd be a fun splurge. Would be to to full. make something and send it off to the to tank send to get it, it out preamped. To the tank. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's uh, I can't remember now, uh, but I think it's pretty reasonable too. So. I wrote what became this bass line. I played it on guitar uh, and then wrote the lyrics and stuff around that. So when Eric, I was showing it to him, I was like, okay, let's play this and keep that going. And so I could do just the guitar stuff across the top and however the song comes, you know, that all different ways all the time. Is there a, like a, a favorite tone that you uh, kind of go to? You know, I always love those kind of really rusty tones of like a, you know, an Ennio Morcone Western or, yeah. you know, a Neil Youngy thing. Yeah, yeah. With this particular song, I was thinking um, a lot of the guitar sound that's on By the Seaside by Led Zeppelin. Okay. Uh, and then there's a lot of buzzcocks in this one, too. For sure. <laughs> like we were speaking previously, it's breadcrumb trails. Yeah. Thank you. 
This is a fun uh, departure for you, too. Like, it's just a different style of writing and arrangement sure. based on the bass um, this... groove and with just that little kind of turnaround. And... Yeah, uh, this yeah. has been one that I really have been loving how it's come alive in the live sets these days. Um, and having another guitar in there where Brad can kind of Seems like it would make it just that. Yeah, that da da da. You know, it's 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 been a really fun one. Because it can loosen you up, or it can just be like the end of the night, like yeah, you know, let loose. And yeah, it's it's one I can kind of take a step back and just kind of be the performer in mm-hmm. the front and and let every just kind of ride on the wave that everybody else is providing. Yeah, for sure. behind this one or anything? Um, I still spend about half the year in my hometown of Uray, Colorado, and we were out there this particular year for New Year's, and as I mentioned, my brother had died on a New Year's in 2015, and um, got up that New Year's day, and it was like, you know, you're, there's parties to go to and things like that and uh, while I was waiting for my wife to get ready that morning I this just came out and I demoed it seconds later and uh, posted an acoustic performance to um, you know like my Facebook and things like that and just thought here here's a little New Year's song um, mm-hmm. New Year's is a weird holiday <laughs> in our family uh, anymore but uh, so this was I had nine songs for this album and it was like I need ten and the band and I didn't really have time to work this one up we were trying to get all this recording done for both albums before my my daughter was born in 2017 and so yeah I just did this as a, as a solo one to close out the album um, now We've got a, a, a great version with the band providing textures that just gives it an intensity. Um, and we can run this one straight into Cold Hum and they make a great set ender together. So. Reaching for salvation like so many out here. I will drink to the unknown of another year. I like that. Um, it's a little dirtier tone. That's just cranking the twin way up and uh, running a Les Paul through it. Beating in the wind And my heart is too I'm excited and leery For what's at the root Of the story we 
One nice thing about the solo-ish arrangement is it does it really pulls my ears in and refocuses me on the lyrics. Sure. Uh, which is a it great effect. Gives gives the lyric room to breathe. Yeah. Uh, great vocal yeah, performance yeah. too. Yeah, this is a really nice, nice, great ending track too. Yeah, this album this feels like a nice, neat, tidy little package from start to finish. Yeah. Um, we're all super happy with it. And, you know, like most things sound better on vinyl to me, but this album in particular sounds really good on on the record. Yeah, with it's all nice. that, with the, with the trio thing, yeah. There's plenty of the, space. Yeah. And the nice low end richness that vinyl can bring out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't like super the stars. busy stuff on vinyl so much. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I've, you know, very recently a convert just because everybody was releasing on vinyl albums and then all of a sudden here, <laughs> Uh, Corey releases that vinyl, and then um, sure. DJ Not a DJ has that vinyl that is oh, it's gorgeous, and and then the the sound of the the tracks. I mean, Royce, who is uh, oh yeah, part of the show was the 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 engineer who did the remaster for vinyl. Um, oh, nice! And 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 what a great transition, Nate, since we're going to be listening to that next week. Uh, yes, well, that was not, <laughs> perfect. Was my intention, whatever you want to call that. But I was trying to just speak to to Till's point about um, you know the record and um, yeah, I, I I don't know. Uh, well, and it's nice with with vinyl. I mean, there's another medium where you really have to think about your sequencing. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. And it's nice when it when it just works out. Like I knew. This I knew Be Driven would start the record and I knew this would end the record. And of course it's always nice to have a song that doesn't have too much uh bass or anything in it as you get close to the middle of the you know, the label. <laughs> you want it to kind of be a little more sparse. So that was it worked out perfect. Yeah, that, and yeah. Restless, my favorite thing about the sequencing was uh Restless to open side two. That was that was perfect. Anyway, yeah, Grinning yeah, yeah, of the Stars. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, thanks. thanks, Till. This Very was, good. Uh, hey, thanks for having me. Um, Always a pleasure. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that uh, at some point I'm going to get to see y'all. Uh, oh yeah, live and out there. And you can pick it up oh, from tillwillis.bandcamp.com. Is it on the streaming places? Yeah. All Great. streaming places. We'll link Go to all that. And, and listen. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure chatting with yeah, you. Thanks, thanks for, yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah. And I appreciate, yeah, appreciate the, the record and, yeah, all the art stuff. And, man, 
Can't, yeah, looking forward to hanging out, having a, a, Thank you. a beverage with you. Yeah. Hey, Outstanding. It's hey, so well. We, we got to record some tracks, get get you on some erratic oh, yeah. cowboy yeah, stuff. Yeah, that. there's some music too. Yeah, I would love, yeah, that would be, uh, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah, that's all righty. <laughs> all right. Sparking collaborations on the long care. play listening party. Cheers. <laughs> Later, everybody. Bye. Take care. Alrighty. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>